This is a Fubar Radio podcast. You can subscribe to the app on Apple and Android. Visit foobarradio.com for more details. Sarah Hugh and Doc Two on Fubar Radio. You know about that remix, Doc. Oh. It's about the Mrs. DJ up in here. You're tuned into Food Bar Radio. Wheel that up. Wheel up. Um, yes, you are tuned into Food Bar Radio mm. with myself, Sarah, the DJ in control of the boards today. And um, no Hugh, no. but Doc we'll 2. Call, we'll call this one Sarah Who and Doc 2. <laughs> exactly. Are you on mic again, um, Doc? One who of knows? these, one of these weeks... One of these weeks, Doc will actually speak into the microphone. I, I, I never actually sit down. I'm, I, I'm in, I dart around the corners of the studio. <laughs> I'm not, you know... You're, I could, you're a shady character. Sometimes I'm a mic, sometimes I'm not. <laughs> you're, think, you're just a rogue like yeah, that. You I just think, do as you feel. I think that's feel. what the fans want. Yeah, you know? I, I think it is what they want. And we have a jam-packed show today. Awesome. Yes. What of we course... We're going to be getting Doc, uh, asking you guys to give um, Doc your suggestions um, of what you'd like to hear Doc rap about for Doc can rap about anything. Yeah. So make sure you hit us up at twitter.com slash foobar radio. You can also email oh us days. today. We've got Michael Parkinson and Joker starring up. <laughs> well, ah. That's what I'm saying. We've got a jam packed show. Nice? We've got guests live in the studio. Well, that's that's like a, that's a bit of a kung I know we occasionally can have little kung fu reunions in here, but I'd call that. That's, it's getting that's, real. Yeah. It's getting real. That's something of a kung and fu reunion. Yeah. It's a proper hip-hop takeover today because, you know, we're nice. going to be getting into um, a bit of No They Didn't as we do every week of where course. we're going to be discussing all the outrageous things that we've mm. heard about. Mm. Um, and every week we give you guys the opportunity to vent about what in this last week has made you say, are you taking the piss? So we want to hear from you. Make sure you hit us up at TuesdayDrive at FooBarRadio.com. Please do that. And keep in touch. I love hearing your voices too. Mm. Um, and, uh, you know, this show is all about you guys. So yes, keep it locked to hear Michael Parkinson and Joker Star joining us later in the studio. And after this track, mm. we're going to be uh, getting into some big ups. That's a good one, isn't it, Doc? It basically speaks really deeply to me and my life <laughs> because <laughs> when, when I ask myself what it's all about, I almost always say I start medallions. It, exactly. Yeah. It's like all praise to Nori. Yeah, all praise to the Most High. Yeah. Who, who <laughs> What's it all about? Medallions. Start medallions. Mm. You're it's tuned into Food Bar Radio with myself, Sarah, and Doc. We are taking care of you until six p.m. tonight. Um, but but, but right before now, we get into the big ups, actually, can I okay. can I just throw in just a random bit? up to uh-huh. Noriega because he is he's my favorite work like he's like the worst and best rapper that I've ever heard like I've, I've incre- never known how I felt about him like I've always loved him like from the very start <laughs> not in an ironic way but he's he's not a confused good. way he's not good like but I can't work out why I love to hear him like he's just he's all over the place do you know what I mean I think he just has a presence his I, voice I, that's or what something. I think it is it's his personality or his something about the, that slightly Dominican uh, Latin angle. angle to his voice <laughs> something of the bushy eyebrows I don't know what the gap in his teeth I don't know what <laughs> it is <laughs> But I love Nori, and like he's not—he's not good. I've never understood, and I don't, I'm not saying this in an ironic way. I genuinely love him. I've got all his shit, but I—I 
I can't say that he's a great rapper. Why do I like him so much? I know it's mad confusing, and he's got he's got tunes. Um, like yeah, he's, he's got, got tunes that tunes. can rock the crowd. Big you tunes. know, and it amazed me as well because him fun. and Capone came uh, to Jazz Cafe and did a, a show. I think they turned up like two hours late or something. But CNN I was still even amazed that it was uh, you know a packed house kind of thing That's after nuts. all these years not putting no records out making like relatively zero he's a star in some way but he is definitely an artist and that I have always thought bizarre bars as well like why is he so popular there's how has bar. he been so successful I mean there's one bar that he's he had I can't remember what Quote tune it was bars. on but it went uh, I used to play ball nigga just keeping it real and if I lost I threw the ball over the hill which so is like, that's, that's such a Nori line. <laughs> if you know Nori, that sums him up. But, but he's got loads of those. But maybe it's kind of like he appeals to the inner child in all of maybe us, that's like what with those is. basic lines yeah, that yeah. we can all relate to on that childlike I, I love level. I love him. I know. He's, he's my big up for this week. But I know you got proper big ups. I got proper big ups, man. You know, proper. Big up, big up. It is getting into that time <laughs> where we have to send those big ups out to the people in the world. You know, every week we do Are You Taking the Piss? Where we all just get to be very British and vent about what has vexed us or just puzzled us in this last week. But you know, there's so many people doing cool things out there in the world. And I really feel they deserve a shout out. Many people <laughs> who deserve props away. Who is it? Who is it? In Norway. So this week, Matt Buck. You know about Matt Buck? Matt Buck. Matt Buck. Is that a person's name? <laughs> okay. You know he's American. Matt Buck. <laughs> Matt Buck. It's like Chet and Chip and Chad. Chad. Chad Brad Chet Chip. Matt Buck um, no but Matt Buck is getting the big up this week because okay. I think what he did was you know we should all just be extremely proud of him really last week the Ku Klux Klan are they one of your favourite crews uh, um, the Ku Klux Klan I never listened to this shit no no I'm not too hot on this I, stuff I, either I'll check them out I try to block them out as much as possible but yeah the Ku Klux Klan last week and a bunch of neo-Nazis they had a big rally in South Carolina outside the state house in support of the confederate flag I don't know if you've heard about um, they're bringing down this uh, confederate they've decided to finally bring down the confederate flag in uh, the south of America in you know the southern states of America outside uh, of official buildings and things like that and it's like well it's 2015 this should kind of be happening but yeah the Ku Klux Klan and these neo-Nazis um they say they say that the flag is a symbol of heritage and not hate although their position is kind of undermined mm. by the fact that they're a hate group so mm. Matt Buck heard about this march that these guys were doing um these crazy people were doing last week and he decided to bring some tunes along to accompany their march but he thought he would bring his sousaphone along and, and that, that would bef- uh, a provide sousaphone? a sousaphone is like a gigantic tuba that the one that kind of goes over your body oh jeez and wraps around you and shit. yeah it looks so like, like, a, that like a proper boa constrictor yeah wow and so he brought his sousaphone along to the KKK march and it sounded a bit like this and he just followed the whole march <laughs> with the sousaphone that's, that's amazing <laughs> isn't that wicked and then it's like you know it just kind of <laughs> belittles the whole thing doesn't it somehow and it was it, I mean the footage is on on YouTube it had some like 5 million views already and like a, a week but yeah where he's just following these KKK dudes and you can see they're like because they awesome. want to obviously this kill is, the this dude. is really serious man <laughs> yeah you're belittling the whole movement yeah and so really I thought you know that deserves some serious serious major major 
major big ups really don't you think big time I think so so you know this week big up to you Matt Buck God for having you, the Matt courage to, to do that for us and I think really you did um, a great job of shutting down that Ku Klux Klan neo-Nazi nonsense we ain't got time for that we ain't give a book so in the spirit of shutting them down <laughs> let's uh, I think the KKK this is, they love this tune so um, yeah you are tuned into Fubar Radio with myself Sarah Love and Doc Brown taking care of you this week. Coming up very shortly, we're going to get into some No They Didn't this week, which, again, it's more controversial. I know you got sold off. I got too much soul. I know you got too much soul. It's just soul oozing out of the studio right now. Literally. And of course, if that's li- if that's possible, to <laughs> literally, I don't know how that could be literal. Actually, I heard that conversation recently about um, like language experts and talking about how language constantly is evolving, and so nowadays, literally, actually means the opposite to literally, literally. never means literally. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Anytime you hear someone say literally, it's well, I was literally dying, fam. <laughs> like, I was literally fam. dying, fam. You thrill. weren't. You weren't. Otherwise, you wouldn't be here re- recounting this fantastic tale. Exactly. But you know what, Foodbar Radio listeners, we would love to hear from you today. So hit us up at twitter.com slash Foodbar Radio because we're about to get into an important part of the show. Well, oh my God, like no, no they didn't. didn't. Uh-uh, uh-uh. <laughs> so funky. Yeah. See, this is that, um, what is it? Uh, there's that guy, what's his name now? Fob funk, like fob, fob reggae, like reggae that ain't real, just oh, just like the fakeness. Faux. Like faux. Faux, F- yes. F-A-U-X. Yeah, so faux. this is like that fob funkiness, which I think some of the um, artists we're about to discuss in this week's No They Didn't can yeah, definitely well, be I mean, accused hmm. of that too. I think this week we need to have renamed it really Beef Week, innit? Yeah, we should have called it Beef Week because Beef is officially back, you know. Um <laughs> And it's always a bit embarrassing as 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 an aging uh, a rap person as I am. <laughs> it's always a bit embarrassing when rap is at the forefront. So was, I guess it was, it was almost refreshing that the the first beef is kind of mixed. Let's say mixed mixed nuts. Mm-hmm. Um, and in in that uh, the 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 one extra the BBC one extra power list uh, was released this week, and um, as everyone knows, the one extra uh, station sort of was born to promote black urban largely british music which is a brilliant thing you know there's a lot of countries around the world that have been doing that for years like well this is how they got their license was under the premise of representing black music and that's the thing when it started that's that's an important point i think to the whole no they didn't uh jump off this week it it was black music and, and so this 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 list that they had this power list was it was supposed to be the the guys that uh, how do they call it? Uh, a, a, a power list of, of, of movers and shakers in, in the world of black and urban music. The most inc- important UK artist in black and urban music. There you go. First of all... So the top two uh, were white. I think, I number think the four top was three, white. or the, the top three were... No, well, I think well, Tiny no, Temple no, three was Three people in the top four yeah. were all white. Sorry. So the top two were white, Tiny Temple was third, and the, the fourth was also irritatingly white I think you can say that I think Who you can say that? irritatingly white on, on, on air Who? well no it's just irritating that, that any oh, of them right, are white okay, if, if, if it's gonna be I know, listen obviously I know white people can make black music 
in so so to speak. Do you know what I'm saying? If a white person is making reggae, then that's a white person playing and creating a black musical form. Mm-hmm. I don't have an issue with that at all because if you've grown up with that. If that's your thing, then that's your thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't see that as as like a sort of vampire type thing or someone. Ca- and it's you know, nothing to is, do with this that. This isn't America either, so we haven't that. got the same racial divisions. What this is about is the, the fact that number one, Ed Sheeran, and number two, Sam Smith, I think they'd be a little bit embarrassed to be put onto a blacklist. I don't think so. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I, I think well, it's that, a bit of an embarrassment for guys who, who, like them, who are talented guys, they collaborate, it's widely known, with, with black artists. I think they both know their position in the game. And this is something where the BBC, I think, have to have a little bit more responsibility and recognise the importance of black artists doing black music if you want to make a, a power list of British pop that's a totally different thing and Ed Sheeran and Sam Smith should be right up there at the top and I'm not saying they've brought nothing to black music and I'm not even saying they shouldn't you know uh, uh, be in these discussions but I think if, if you're making a list a power list about black urban music then why not make it black artists but I think they they did the same thing last year as well and I'm just starting to think that this is shows the desperation of a station like um, BBC One Extra of course I'm not biased or anything like that Um, but no it's uh, the desperation where maybe they're just doing this to be controversial so then people talk about them I don't think they're that smart Sarah (laughs) don't give them that much credit no comment but I just think um, this exemplifies to me everything that is wrong with the industry first of when who created the term urban music because when you have genres being called things like jazz or hip-hop or soul or ska we created those terms those terms or you know originated in an organic sense sure like when you have something called world music and urban music there ain't no one in in the streets who was like yeah let's call it world music because that's just so vague and as soon as we hand over the power to the industry where they just operate as there's a desk or a department that everything that is vaguely black gets sent to they just um you know it it generalizes our whole thing and then you just take away the the substance that actually makes something reggae which is too real for most um, of these institutions to deal with I've never understood why we've been so afraid of the term black music as an umbrella and then all the terms underneath you know, I mean, black. we've seen it ourselves. <laughs> like, we we came from a world of of, of, of British rap or, or UK hip hop, and that's an embarrassing phrase now. Like, why? Like, I, I don't care. Like, I mean, I always made rap music. I didn't really give a shit what it was called, but if you wanted to call it UK rap or British rap because I was British, fair enough. Do you know what I mean? I, I've never heard anyone, by the way called the libertines british rock and roll or british rock but this is because They're this just is the band. ongoing belittling Why can't we of, just of make black our culture music? and watering down of black culture to make it so it's inclusive for white people to get involved i, 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 think I don't ultimately. I, I don't see a problem in that but the, 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 the thing is i didn't see a problem to begin with because as far as i was concerned enough white people were into rap music anyway like why did we need to give them a name that made them feel more comfortable what white people love rap like black people love rap why can't we just call it rap 
Do you know what I mean? But then even that, like, I, I differentiate between hip-hop and rap music. Like, hip-hop is a whole culture. It represents well, a whole community. It represents different kind yeah, of like, disciplines. I mean, There's a whole it, history and a movement, social, political movement behind it. Rap is just, like, speaking in rhyme and rhythm over music, isn't it? Sort of thing. So, again, yeah. rap, it's e- that's an easy term for industry organisations to use rather than them actually investing in what it really means to be hip-hop. Because yeah, something like enough. hip-hop is volatile like when you see someone like Ghostface Killer this last mm. week like he can't be tamed he can't be kept on a leash he is himself and that is the essence of being hip hop is being you it's not fitting into whatever category has been a, a, a set aside for you Wiley in relation to this list that uh, this one extra power list which just makes me realise that no one should pay an- attention to what one extra has to say mm. um, and also obviously this list is just purely based on the number of hits online and records sold rather than actually people's influence on culture Wiley said not taking anything away from Ed he is sick but black artists in England are getting bumped we influence a man and all of a sudden it turns he has influenced us yeah I mean I I don't think I could agree with Wiley any more than I mean everything he says here number one in him saying it's the saddest list of all time which just kind of sums it up but I don't think I could agree with him anymore this is is totally nothing to do with with Ed and Sam I think they they do their thing and and it's it's great and I'm a a fan of both of them if I'm honest Um, but I just think it's a bit of an embarrassment to like pepper a, 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 a black music list with with white artists it's just by the, it's just, it's uh, unnecessary. By the authority the, yeah. the so called authority in they, this country and let's be real Ed and Sam don't need they don't need they don't need it they don't need to be on that list but that's why I'm saying Ed uh, and three nights in a row. like one extra they need to be including people like Ed Sheeran and Sam but, Smith but so why? then they they're can not boost radio their numbers. One. they're one extra yeah but it's that so just weird. shows you how this is spineless they're the alternative because it's all they're about supposed to be the alternative it's all about numbers it's nothing to whack, do with, with about representing people or the it's culture whack. and when you think actually how these places get their license in the first place mm. they have to create a case mm. which was that there's no official body in the UK that's representing black music and so the BBC are like okay yeah we'll fund this and then they pull the rug from under us and it's like no it's actually called urban music now Yeah, and it's like no you urban music is that, a man. nonsense this is why I'm on FUBAR radio exactly that's why I love FUBAR radio because FUBAR radio really it is the realness but I guess this kind of also plays into some of the other um, black cultural appropriation mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> issues that have happened this week in Beef Week um, because there was also did you see that Kylie Jenner and that Amanda what's the name Amanda oh, Stenberg story I, that's the one I didn't see so break that one down and okay, we'll get I didn't, the rest I didn't of the get piece. deep into the story but basically I think um, this poor girl uh, Blooming Kylie Jenner, which it just also who are these people? You, no, the the uh, Amanda Sternberg is uh, an actress who was in uh, Hunger Games or something. Okay, Kylie Jenner is Kim Kardashian's little sister, and I just feel so sorry for this girl every time I see her because it's like, damn, you're like twelve or something, and you've already had all this surgery and stuff trying to look like what, this other fool. She's is she genuinely twelve. Well, I don't know. She she's looks a, about. She's, she's a teenager. Like a girl. Yeah. She's a teenager. And she's and the she's one had... who was dating the tiger, and it was all controversial because in America, it's like 
statutory rapist She was there. dating a tiger. <laughs> what, wait, what, I don't know anything about this story. I'm, I'm proud of you, Doc, because these are, I mean... So Kylie Jenner Kardashian is a Kardashian. Family, I try and block out of my periphery. I don't get involved. Good. Um, but, so, so she's a Kardashian. She's dating who? Tiger Woods? The, no, no. <laughs> the rapper Tiger. I know you love him. Oh. Yeah, okay. I know you're like, all over I, his him catalog. I do know. Him I do know. <laughs> well, he's a joke anyway in, him, is, in yeah. himself. And yeah. Um, yeah, so they were dating each other. But then I think this Kylie Jenner girl did some pictures where she had her hair cane road, or as Americans call it, corn road. And then the Amanda actu- actress girl was like, it's all good when... Uh, people want to appropriate black culture mm. and uh, by you know using it when it's cool and it boosts their image but then mm-hmm. when it comes down to actually representing black issues and hollering about that you're all ghost oh, you yeah. know and so I think that was Go her silent. whole angle okay. and then the Kylie Jenner girl was just like why don't you just go and date Will Smith's son what, what's his name Jaden oh, or something that guy is a fucking idiot is he? That. Yeah. Why is that? He's just an idiot. I don't know follow, anything about follow, him. Follow him on on Twitter just for like a week and just knock <laughs> yourself out with the absolute the idiocy. Really? That he engages in. How? Well, he's he's a kid who's lived a very very sheltered life. To be fair to him, so it's probably partly not his fault. Um, I don't think he understands that he isn't a deity. Put it that way. Oh really? Yeah. Oh damn. I think his uh, sense of self importance is through the roof and there's nothing wrong with giving your kids uh, a sense of self-importance you know because human beings are important you should have self-worth but self-importance it has to be curbed and with this kid it hasn't I mean this dude thinks he is God's gift to the fucking world oh really that makes me disappointed in Will Smith and Jada Pinkett then Oh yeah, massively. Like, like just let, leave your kids doing? alone. Let 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 them try and li- like. There's there's a lot of ways. If you're a celebrity, trust me, that you can keep your kids. I mean, it, it, it's hard when like they get to teenage years and they want to do stuff independently of you. But at no point have Will or Jada ever tried to keep their kids out of the limelight. They thrust them right into it, well, giving them like starring the roles and shit. Mums. Yeah, yeah, stage parents. Yeah, you, you, if you follow me on Twitter, you follow mm-hmm. me on Instagram. I'm not saying I'm, I'm Will Smith. Do you know what I mean? By any, sh- any stretch of the imagination. Oh, thank you very much. Yeah. There's a lap dance for you in that later. But if, you've, if you follow me, no matter how many years you follow me, you don't know what the fuck my kids look like. And you never will, because I will never post a picture of them. When they get old enough to post pictures of themselves, and they that's what they want to that do, decision. that's their decision. But whilst they don't have rights over that shit, I'm not posting pictures of my kids. It is a bit creepy, I'm not it, doing really? it. But I yeah, I, I mean, anyway, I we digress. Oh my god! The new name this of the show. We digress. This, this is how good like our producers the, are. The ultimate pay rise. This, this, I, I've always week, wanted to say this. We need to give Nat a big up. We need yeah. to say the show. We're I, I up big up to Nat, Nat all the time, but it's, it's mainly in creepy texts. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what what did Nat just hand Nat, Nat is incredible because I, I've always wanted to say this on the radio. This just in. Um, <laughs> I've just had this piece of paper delivered to me by our producer Nat, who is a legend. With uh, the best tweets from from Jaden Smith, uh, Will's Will's offspring, and this just gives you a, a sense of the boy. Okay, Aww, poor guy. He's um, lost. This is from 2012. I watch Twilight every night. Uh, I, I don't w- even. I always, I'm so disconnected. I don't even know what that means. I will always give you the truth. I will never lie to you in my music if you can't handle my feelings and my emotions. He's so real. Please man. unfollow me. <laughs> I only apply to the Sixth Amendment. Dying is mainstream. 
Uh, is a good one. Wow. Uh, is he on drugs? Maybe that's what's going on. Luke, full stop. Who He's has, on crack. Who has the trident? Uh, most trees are blue. Uh, is a, a good one. Um, He's just been taking mushrooms or something. I hope it doesn't take for me to die for you to see what I do for you. Wow. His sense of him, uh, honestly, this guy thinks he's a man. How could oh, I but remember all this of one? These fools, I remember though. this one from when I was following him. How can mirrors be real if our eyes aren't real? Think about that for a minute. He's it's, been eating some seriously, serious, like seriously, Argentinian. How can mirrors be real if our eyes aren't real? Seriously, like for real though. Like Tilly. No, but I feel that all of these kids are the same. The same with the Kylie Jenner and the. Kardashian because none of these people actually live in any sort of reality and they, they are just in this position where mm. their their whole universe is giving them a distorted view of their yeah. um, importance. Oh, here's where I stopped un- uh, stopped following them as well. Mm-hmm. It's got the exact date that I said. You know what, Jaden? Fuck you. It was there was the 9th of December. Did you actually act? Twenty thousand and thirteen. I wish you. I, I, I wish I, like you I had. think that about everybody on Twitter, but I never say it because Aww. I like when people diss me on Twitter, I, like it hurts. You get Do you that? Know what I mean? Yeah, occasionally I get that. Yeah, I can't believe that. I, I, I'm a regular on on the television set. <laughs> no, I know. So but there's always going to be somebody who goes, "Oh fuck you," you know, and it actually hurts. So I, I, like I think oh, it, baby. but I wouldn't say it on Twitter. I say fuck Jaden right now because I'm. I'm gambling on him never listening to Fubar Radio, <laughs> so I don't think it's going to affect him. So it's uh, all this, right this behind was, his back. This was the day. This was the day I I, I followed him. Ninth uh, of December, twenty thirteen. School is a tool to brainwash the youth. He's deep, man. He's been reading some conspiracy Dude, theory books or something like that. Let me but tell you all something of these about Hollywood school, kids, yeah. like, even if you don't believe in school, uh, like the education, you think, oh, the history, where's the black history or whatever. That all these are pertinent points. But at the very least, it's free childcare. And that's coming from a parent. <laughs> and that's 100. Yeah, it's like that, that's keeping it real. But yeah, so there was that case. Then there was also um, Taylor's, I think, MTV Awards. This is all kind of stuff that basically I attempt to block out because it's just a parasite in your brain when yeah, you pay attention you just, to the tabloids. You just feel like there's yeah, no the future. The VMAs, sorry. The VMAs happens. And I think um, Taylor Swift won some stuff, but Nicki Minaj got vexed because she didn't get nominated. And it's just like, look, you just take that on the chin and you keep Yay. you know, working on kind of thing. But then she tried to, something kicked off online. I think Katy Perry got involved. I actually really don't care about what any of those people truly Piers have to Morgan say. Piers Morgan got involved. That's when, that's when I knew Piers I needed to be uninvolved. Yeah, he's, he's trying really wants to be down but yeah then it turned into a black white thing and you know like Nikki was suggesting that maybe she was overlooked because she was black and Taylor gets more advantage because she was white then Taylor suggested something quite interesting was that maybe She's the right. industry loves to pit a woman against a woman maybe that's why we're beefing right I now that was kind of random it was like huh like what, and I was like you couple? know what actually I believe that but it's kind of weird for you to try and sell that when you were the... You, it's just, just you two. That in the you mix two randomly. just chose to diss each other. I don't think the industry called you up and went, Taylor, could you send this tweet? You know, <laughs> like that didn't happen. So that was a bit weird. Then we had the Meek Mill Drake thing, which it's, it's a bit unfair to call it Meek Mill Drake because Drake didn't say shit. Didn't oh, say or did do a response anything. Tune. Meek just kept coming out with these tweets about how Drake doesn't write his own rhymes. If Drake doesn't write his own rhymes... I mean, this is it's not like just a normal rapper not writing it like P. Diddy, where all you do is a 16. Drake, Doesn't I know you don't like Drake. Checks. Drake, I know you don't like Drake, but Drake makes songs. He's, he's a lyrical got, genius. Oh, he is a lyrical genius, <laughs> in my opinion. He, but he writes songs. He, he, he's singing, he's rapping, he's mixing it up. It's, it, the, all of his songs are, are 
they're very non-linear right so whoever is writing the shit for him why doesn't he just write his own songs and then Meek was like to prove it here's his name who the fuck is he why isn't he an artist I don't buy any of it um, so that beef as well pointless unless Piers gets involved at some point I, ignoring <laughs> to that to make one. it even more pointless the one that that's was more of a traditional pointless. beef well, the, but more that, traditional that beef rap beef I, which actually ended up being one of my favourite things that I have heard Action year, Bronson versus Ghostface. Now, and how did this start? I missed, I missed how this started. Okay, it started yeah, like because this. Because everybody who first heard Action just thought, I mean, at our age, just thought, why is this white guy trying to be Ghostface? You know, and, but even so, and my bro- my brother won't listen to Action Bronson because he sounds yeah our principal because he sounds like Ghostface. I've actually become a fan of Bronson because I've realised oh they're they're totally different but they do sound very similar. You know when Ghost does his high pitch voice, which basically isn't allowed in his. It's not really allowed. It's not <laughs> do really allowed. You know allowed. what I mean? And then you're, well, I'm going to play something. But before that, even the other week, uh, Action Bronson performed at Lovebox too, right. and after know? seeing that, I'm like. I ain't got time for this fool. He's basically a psycho. So some excited fan jumped on stage like, yeah, I love Action Bronson. He, he just swung around with the left hook. Uh, a man, a woman? A man on the stage swung around with the left hook, beat the dude off the stage and just continued rapping. I was like, this guy's That's an crazy. idiot. I bet a lot of That's people cheered idiot. though. The whole crowd cheered. I but I was like, this is a fool. Like, that's no props. He should be happy that he didn't kill that dude. But anyway, that's a whole side point which has also put me off Action Bronson. But no, Action Bronson, he's got some flavours, he's got some tunes and stuff like that. But the way this all started was, mm. yeah, in the first place, mm. lots of people were confusing mm. him, thinking, oh, what, Ghostface has come out with some newness. Then last week, uh, or a couple of weeks ago, what's his name? He was on ESPN, a sports show in the States, yeah. and uh, they're interviewing him, and he said this. Has it helped you or hurt your career when people say you sound like Ghostface? Where does that come from? Uh, it, I don't think it's, I think it's indifferent actually at this point. Yeah. You know, like, people compare Coke and Pepsi. People compare everything. No matter what, you're going to get a comparison to something, you right. know? And I'm just glad that it's one of the greats. Real talk. There you yeah, go. Ghostface is my favorite. Yeah, that's his favorite rapper right, right there. Nice. That's right. I heard action. Bro- I, the first time I heard it, I was like, yo, Ghost got some new stuff. <laughs> yeah, and I found out it was Action Bronson, but I'll tell you the truth, I bought the record right yeah, there. Right. Yep. He's not rapping like this no more. <laughs> oh. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Was that a shot at the ghost? No. Oh. I'm just being honest. That, I, I like that record. Bad, Let's bad, just be good. real. Ghost, exactly. <laughs> I never heard it. Oh, yeah. no, Man, Goldface got to come yeah. out with a remix to Chicken Fingers. He's he got to come something. out with it. He needs something. He needs something. I'm going to leave that alone. All right, let's go. Move on, girl. Move on. Yeah. I, just, I can't believe that he said that, considering on ESPN what he owes Ghost. You know, but this, like in so terms this of his is style. millions of people watching this show. I don't know. And what again? This whole celebrity era where people are just mad, inflated. Where it's like this is not real. Like because if we were face to face in the street, you wouldn't be chatting like that. Of course. So not. then, do you know what I mean? And so this. Uh, so then that happened, and I was thinking from the first time I heard um, Action Bronson, I was like, I, I want to know. What Ghost has to say about this. So then that dropped, and then Ghost came back with this, which I think I don't know if you've heard this stock, but this is like becoming <laughs> one of my favorite things I heard this year because it's so real. Okay, it gets a I bit silly Ghost when face, he man. gets into the kind of like threatening dude's life, but you know, it's yeah, all in the um Ghost is the, old school, man. Ghost is from that school where if you say someone about something about someone, you just get punched in the face, and that's that's just all it is. This is the Done. realest thing. The, the, this is just keeping it real as far as I'm right. concerned. So this is Ghost's response. Please, not now, before you take your coat off. That's it. Hey, yo. I've got something to tell you. See, let me talk to you. Let me talk to you. 
It's like why is it every time we go out of the town to get around? You got my this place? little fake ass nigga. Man, you're always action Bronson running around, sounding like me. What I done bought for you? But I want to tell this little fat fuck something. How much money I make? I gave you a grace period, nigga. I post destroyed you a long time ago. You go on Sports Nation kicking that shit, acting like yo, you the you the nigga, and like where I'm at. First of all, you little fat fuck. Who gives you the right to even mention my name out your motherfucking mouth? Bro, you done made a mistake, boy. You done fucked up, man. You know what I mean? Because listen, man. You can never fuck with my pen, my nigga. My sword, my blade, whatever you want to call it. I'm too nasty for you. This is why the fuck you look up to me. It sound like me. When I told y'all niggas back in the Cuban Link shit, I don't want nobody sound like me on no album. You know what? She used to say, son, chances go right. You hear what this nigga said? She said, the same people that you meet growing up. Uh-huh. Make the same old face That's right. And that's your fat, funky ass, nigga. You know what I mean? But let me tell you something. Your fans, those are my fans first. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not making this a black or white thing, my nigga. I'm making this a ghost action Bronson, man. You know what I mean? You don't come out your mouth using my name or how you want to use it. Just because the spotlight is in your face, my nigga. The microphone is in your face. You know what I mean? You have to learn how to watch what you say. I guess you've never been taught that. Because you're not a real nigga. You walk around the club with no shoes on. Big ass beard that one day I might set that shit on fire. Just for fucking saying my name, baby. Let me tell you something, man. Doing 25 years for a nigga in rap music, my nigga. With babies. It don't really sound too good, right? But I got shooters that do that. And those shooters is not from New York, nigga. I don't think you really know the magnitude of this shit right here because there's a lot of y'all young niggas that like to play games, B. You know what I mean? And then when you get touched, y'all start running to the fucking police, B. You know what I mean? But let me tell you something. I've seen a lot of faces, been a lot of places, nigga. I got those kind of niggas that'll do disappearing acts on motherfuckers for nothing. In all states, so I'm just telling you, brother. Sit down. I know the tour schedule, man. No, sit down. I know the tour schedule, bro. Just keep my name out your fucking mouth. And I'm giving this to Max Kellerman, Marcellus on Sports Nation, Stephen A. Skip, Chris Prasad, Jamel Hill, Mike, and them. Listen, this nigga, this fat, funky ass nigga is a fraud. I can't very much blame. I called this nigga, right? The day I heard that shit And I checked his ass I called him to feel the temperature He gonna be like Yo, I mean, you know I know Yeah nigga You know Fix that shit nigga Now What I gotta do I don't know what the fuck you gotta do But fix that shit now He put out like a little five tweets I get the phone call This nigga done deleted the tweets As long as you live so you're playing with me, right? Don't let me Don't let me Hang you from a fucking rope And gut you like a pig, nigga And leave you out to dry Because it can get done 
be for real, just like this nigga Teddy said. Listen. You heard that motherfucker. So I'm letting you know, bro. I'm dangerous, man. Because first off, hold on. Where the fuck is your Supreme clientele, nigga? Where's your Iron Man's, nigga? Where's your Wizard of Poetry's, nigga? Where's your Bulletproof Wallets, nigga? Out of, out of a bunch of albums I did, that's only four shits. You can never play with me, man. I gave you a grace period, you fat fuck. I gave you a grace, I let you live. I let the devil live on this planet, man, for the longest. And here he come. It's my motherfucking son. Showing up sounding just like me. Nah, bruh. You don't do that. Get your own style. Ain't that what I said on race? You know what I mean? What I sound like me, nigga? Come on, man. I never disrespected you, bro. I just thought that God gave you the same tone. And now this nigga telling me to be for real. You really believe that, ghost? I thought so. You know what I mean? God probably like, you know what? He made this nigga with the same tone. Sometimes you can't help it. You even made up on me years ago, side by side. West saying all this nigga, it sound like, like they say it sound like you. You know what I mean? But you know what? I disregarded that shit. I told you, like, yo, do what you do. Big you up. But you gonna go in front of millions? And act like, yo, me and that now type shit, whatever the fuck you don't say, bro. You didn't mean to say that. You told me you didn't mean to say that. You was nervous. Bro, get your shit together, bro. I want you to enjoy your summer. Because you know a lot of people don't make it through the summer, bro. Listen to me, man. Yo, listen. I mean, they. I, I, I knew it would come to this well, for The very first day I heard action I knew it would eventually come to this It had to It had to you know? And everyone was just I just gotta say Big up it's to Ghost Because that was too real it, There were too yeah. many lines in that what one you, And the video was Ghost? so ill With yeah. his whole grandpa Telling off his grandson stance yeah, Where he's just like Listen boy yeah. Pulling up his trackies <laughs> have, like. you seen, have you seen like The little meme pictures Okay of, speaking to the front of the mic sorry, That sorry, voice sorry, That mystery sorry, voice sorry. That you yeah, are hearing Welcome to Michael Parkinson And Joe Costello Star. How you doing, guys? Two legends of the London rap scene, the black urban music <laughs> scene. These, these two were 21 and 22, just outside the top 20 of the power list <laughs> on, on one extras. <laughs> 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 Thank you for real like that. Like, back to the ghost thing, Ghostface, you know his golden bracelet hawk, oh, yeah, and it has hawk. a laser eyes, and it's just burning Action Bronson's That's beard. Beautiful. That was the best that is thing beautiful. I ever seen. I like that. I was crying. But you, you know what I loved about this though is that the way he outlines it. He's like, this isn't about color. This ain't about nothing. No, I man. gave you the grace period, and I thought, okay, maybe you were just blessed with the same vocal cords as me. Yeah. But his whole Action Bronson's whole rhyme scheme, his whole like so much of his style is ghost. It ain't just the voice because he could come out with ghost yeah, because, voice, come on, but he, then be rapping like Eminem, and that ain't the there's case. There's a lot of people who rap point. like Ghost, though, man. That's there's true. a lot of people like, who take Ghost. Ghost, 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 ghost was the, the same dude, voice. Ghost was the first dude that I heard to really take that abstract shit and 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 like roll with it. Mm-hmm. Like I, I think the very first like properly abstract rapper I ever heard, weirdly. Was, was Smooth B From Nice and Smooth Who oh, would just man. say yeah, Say shit that didn't really Mean anything But it sounded fly 
And Ghost took that and he ran with it. And he he said shit that like seemed to mean nothing, but it sounded gangster. I never heard anything like that. Like I always, she said I have fly ankles. You know, yeah. nobody yeah. said yeah. no shit. one says that. No one said the no, killer had to be messed and it's bleeding watermelon off. chunks. You know, like, 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 he talks like that. But like, it still hmm? comes off credible yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and dope. You know, yeah, yeah. and so, and I do definitely agree. I mean, I know I'm obviously biased, but I agree with Ghost where he's saying, "Where is your supreme clientele? Where that's, is this?" That's the, yes, that's, that's right. You need that's to sit point. down, right. and Br- your frat fans got, were Ghost dope fans first. But where, his How are you going to talk like that on the ESPN, though, bro? Like rags, like, and yeah. even though you did tweet, because I saw the initial, I saw the initial. Yeah, you're smoking too many dabs. I don't know, man, but you got blatantly gassed. But he blatantly said, "Oh, I would." That wasn't meant to be disrespectful to Ghostface Killer I saw these tweets how is that possible? and then he deletes them so bruv you need to feel the sword yeah Rex <laughs> like you do but, I'm but sorry I'm man like, this... it's like he spoke to him I know because if you didn't spoke to him why were them tweets put out in the first place after and also and then you delete them I think you know pro- this is why I love Ghostface as well because for him to draw for Harold Melvin and the Blue Notes it's a beautiful thing and be playing this in the background be for real don't While listen, he's don't. sunning, it's the don't best ever, ever, ever no say shit about Wu-Tang. Say what you like about you, God, but and the rest of Wu-Tang, no, no, leave, even leave Cappadonna. Even, even leave talk. Cappadonna alone. The thing is, they've told you, it's for, Wu. They've told you for a while that the Wu-Tang clan ain't nothing to fuck with. Yeah, yeah, man, from the from from day one, you know. Is it on? Oh, wait, hold on. I need to make sure. Uh, Well, Nat is here to save the day. That's the voice of Joker Star you can hear in the distance. Um, Producer Nat will sort that out. Ghost voice. Ghost voice. There we go. See, at least someone here knows what they're doing. But yeah, so that was, um, you know, this week, which I think we need to rename Beef Week because there's just so many beefs that were popping up this week. But for me, that was my favourite because that was the realest thing and that wasn't just some tabloid nonsense. I'm a Hollywood teenager. But it has been. It on the social already. network thing it has kind of created a divide because of course you know like a, a lot of the younger fans I, I, I even you know I even got into it a bit man like I swear man you were on the same thread some kid was talking about yeah, some oh, all these guys are just angry because they're old school still stuck in the 90s when they should get with it <laughs> and it's like there would be no Bronson if it weren't for Ghostface. This yeah. is you know, why you understand talk, what you're talking about, and then it's like, you know, man's Go- trying to talk about records Ghost and albums. Ghost happily passed the torch, and I think if if, <clears throat> if Bronson had hollered at him to do uh, a track where it's like, oh, let's do a torch passing track, I think Ghost would have been on it. But this but is why he, nah, about nah, an artist. But this is why an artist has responsibility to big up people who broke down the doors and came before them. And that's why I have to rate someone like Ghostface for pulling out the Harold Melvin and Blue Notes because the amount of people right. who now have discovered Teddy Pendergrass, Harold Melvin and the Blue Notes just because of this one track, right, yeah. you know. And so when this, you're Action Bronson, you're coming out and you're not shouting out these people other than to I'll, mention. I'll be real. Disco's. Most of his fans they don't know about the food he cooks. They just know more about the weed and dabs yeah. he does. Yeah. Like and like what. Ghost said you walk around the club with no shoes on like you get me like he's just on a mat or, or slamming someone or punching someone or doing some madness and his mad beard now, I'm not disrespecting from the creativity but you can tell like man I'm sorry man like you heard Ghost in what he said your grace period is over that means he'd been done thinking about coming at you for a long time you know mm. from time fam. you get me they thought let me allow him let me allow yeah, him yeah let me allow exactly because I'm not a petty thought, person oh, yeah exactly I've, thought, I've, I've, I've got a career yeah exactly I thought oh, and I spoke to him he sounds like I think yeah that's his tone but then you're gonna come up on the 
ESPN. Yeah, what is he doing now? Tragic. Well, party people, you are tuned into the Sounds of Food Bar Radio with myself, Sarah, and Doc, and we are uh, joined by our very special hello, guest right hello. now, Mr. Michael Parkinson. What's up? I'm all right. How are you doing? How are you guys I'm, doing? It's lovely Good to, to see, see you. you. I ain't seen you for a long and time. And the man Joker star. Hello, everybody. Hello. <laughs> hello. How do you well, do? So I think let's bless the people with some of your music first before we get into chat so much because there's so much to cover before we're up out of here at six. So keep it locked. Hit us up. We want to know what you guys think about this whole beef week yeah if you've got beef with somebody or if something's happened to you that's that's created a little beef in your mind and, and you're thinking about what to do next <laughs> let us know man how do you deal with we, beef we could help squash it or we could elevate that shit that we need to spread the knowledge of the best we'll, we'll ways to deal with beef we'll, oh, we'll man. so madness. hit us up tuesdaydrive at foobarradio.com as well is um, is the email so get in touch we love hearing from you guys but you know I had to drop this one uh, this week Let's Michael this is like a low key favourite of mine. Big two, big two. It's time to stop running your gum, sat in your drum, you're mad because you're living with mum. I'm still here. That's the realness, you're mad because you're living with mum. I wish I was living with mum rent free yeah it's funny because I, I remember cool, having chilling. a lyric about gunning people about living with their mum and now now that I've been like living with my own family for 10 years <laughs> I would kill I would kill to, live to be mom. back in my right. room right Where, you know Parky like, the richest I've ever been was probably like back when me and you was in the same school yeah. when I was about 14 you yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I yeah. When I was about 14, I had like, I might not have had any money, but I had no overheads. Oh, yeah, I straight. had no debts. Every day was a potential profit, yeah. fam. Yeah, yeah. Potentially. <laughs> I was profiting every day, man. The corner shop, they were live the with the sweets. <laughs> they the didn't see mix. me pocketing them. Yeah, yeah, right. Killing the penny mix. You're locked into Food Bar Radio. And of course, each week we get Doc to rap about um, the subjects you suggest to him. Yes, so, what kind do. of uh, record suggestions have uh, you had so far? great ones as always there's a million palace fans sending me shit i'm never gonna rap about palace i tell you every week i'm not gonna rap about palace because it, it, that doesn't mean anything to the vast majority of our listeners stop tweeting me about palace man do you when support I, them yeah i do oh, when i see I'm you ashamed. at selhurst oh, we'll talk about it yeah oh, um thank you to sharon bratley at brat 70 asking me what's for tea that's a, uh, listen i always like to rap about food um the overlord at scarecrow usmc uh, Boris Johnson leading Somali pi- pirates to take Rosie and Jim hostage on the ragdoll. Like, that's specific. That, damn, that, they got, that's I think that's There's like, a lot of details in there. She, there was a dream or something. Yeah. She's like, I need this to that's be her. So thanks, thanks like, Scarecrow, for that. Uh, Matthew <laughs> Thomas, big up. Matthew Thomas knows what I'm about because he just put bacon sandwich, fam. Ketchup on brown sauce. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> Respect. Uh, big up Paul Beckett at Pe- Beckett P on, on Twitter for suggesting citrus sharp polos. Where did they go? And where did oh, fruit I polos go that. as well? Yeah. I love the fruit polos. Yeah, you know, you're right, man. I don't buy polos for, for fresh breath. Do you know what I'm saying? I'll get some extras. <laughs> Just or, buy it for You know diabetes. what I'm saying? Some tree balls or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Polos, I want I want limited edition shit. I want I want some variation. I don't it's just so want long since I've eaten no, sweets, so I, I didn't even notice that I haven't seen fruit polos. If you can find a packet, send them into the show. <laughs> get, get involved and, but anyway big up everybody keep them coming because I haven't made a clear decision yet about what I'm going to rap about this week so hashtag rap about anything at, tw- uh, at Doc Brown 88 or at Fubar Radio or hit us up on the email Which or is- even phone in yes. go crazy no. let's hear your voice love hearing from you guys I love uh, having that insight into who is uh, with us you, or you anon, all these people who email us with that anon in somewhere yeah I'd like anon, an anon, anon email because you know they're going to be outrageous <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but listen even even 
even more exciting than that we've got Michael Parkinson and Joker Star two London rap legends in the studio <sighs> what, what has been going on with are you you two like working together right now yeah, or yeah, is it yeah. just Sarah just pulling in all her connections and getting everybody that she can find um, in the studio now nah, we're working Why are together you both a lot we're working, to, we're working together a lot we're working on a record <laughs> well first rewind the because there'll be a lot of people listening to <clears throat> yeah, Boobar they, 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 they might yeah. not know who you yeah, are so Michael okay. like what was your introduction to rap because I, I, I didn't know you guys where do I go went uh, to school together did you yeah. used to come to Kung Fu back in the day yeah did you yeah you saw me man you were just you know you were hierarchy back then you know what I mean I had to work up I was, VIP yeah, area. I was, yeah, I was in the I was in the janitor section. Yeah, no, no, no. But yes, you've been. Uh, have you got? Where did you grow up? I grew up in Kilburn, Northwest London. Kilburn, there you go. Born born Shout out to me. Jeff and Kilburn. Yeah, remember Jeff and Kilburn? I remember he used Jeff to and Kilburn. Yeah, yeah. Born yeah so raised, West London man. Northwest London, and another influential person to me at the time even when I was going Kung Fu was Joker Star because he had the record out the Raw Spittage record out and I remember that you know he was on the round table with Black Twang Fallacy you name it what was your first record that you put out my first record what I put out was called The Shit and The Struggle and and were um, you with YNR no no that came later I put it out with Sit Tight Records and then after we the album Working Class Dad which is 10 years old this year wow um Wow. Basically done a, yeah, done a deal with Low Life. Um, Goodness, yeah, really? I know. Yeah, we done a P and D deal with. Um, I ain't gonna say no names, but yeah, we done a P and D deal with Low Life, and then um, the rest is a rap. And then I think the set up. We put out a mixtape as well, the interview mixtape. And then after that, I done the deal. Where I just like, yo, I'm gonna go with YNR because Jess is the first guy putting money in my pocket really so how is it that like you know because how many kids have you got you've got I've got four, four now four tried. lovely yeah. t- you've got Michael has such a lovely oh. picturesque family life from, from I always picture them as like yeah. the, the British the, ODB were just like <laughs> <fucking> <laughs> kids everywhere no it's all super wholesome Michael's okay. wife is yeah. absolutely lovely your she's, kids are an example head, of man. what lovely children should be I like I am ODB by the way she's just you know Rizzo or whatever yeah, just happened to yeah. be there. She's keep hanging, keeping it all together. But you know, it ain't easy being a parent for anyone doing any kind of job. And no. you know, it ain't easy being an independent hip hop artist either, let well, alone in the UK. So how is it that like you've managed to keep this momentum going as like it's a, it's a mixture of both. It's a mixture of obviously following your dream and at the same time your children see that whatever you dream about and whatever you can do, you can do. Mm. But as I said, like my first album, which is ten years, it was called The Working Class Dad. You know, I was a postman at the time when it came out regardless of whether I had this you know so was it your postman uniform that Jess is wearing in that video um, where it's like Jess I'm gonna is say postman. Nine, man, but I, I'm not going to say nothing you know nine, what nine. how many years I wanted one of those postman bags I, I like the way they're people sought like, after you can't just buy that stuff man that's like rarer than that strict, like some exclusive Gucci it's quite, business it's quite funny though like he just disappeared and then all of a sudden he's back <laughs> it doesn't doing seem the that job I was when it comes to <laughs> that was uh, wicked the, the, the post office uniform do you know what I'm saying people pimp their uniforms do you know what I'm saying like everybody's got their own like individual yeah. style so they might have the royal mail beanie but they got it off to the side it's yeah. and a little oh, rag wow. underneath they get with it. and then they get the oversized yeah. polo you know what I'm saying and then big baggy blue chino things that you get <laughs> and the chicks do the same thing like they would just work it to their own like if when I see someone who's just wearing the uniform as it was given to them it's revolutionary like, pinto, I just think ah yeah. oh, no like, like, you ain't about like, that life yeah, you yeah, ain't about you, that life like you get given I was, I was a postman for like five years and you get given you know uniform and what have you not but like, you know you can bend it like, you can wear black trainers so, <laughs> so you know, that's why you're you could wear the, the shoes, what, yeah, yeah. Or you could wear the shoes, and it's just like it's what you said. The hip hop is like, like, nah, man, I ain't trying to deliver yeah. the mail like with 
these you know bus off pre-marked things <laughs> like, yeah, like, yeah, 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 like, yeah, nah, man. even though you're in a uniform you might have a parcel, like, yeah. have a parcel <laughs> therefore you might need to actually engage with the person right. that opens the door He's so when they open the door you gotta be like bruv don't just think like man's like <laughs> just wearing a, wearing a uniform and not doing anything to it I'm down you were a postman course. man you talk like you were a postman I love talking with the postman I love it I, I, it's, it's one. It's one of the final bastions of like old-fashioned London. Do you but know what also, I mean? our, our postman—he's like local celebrity. Like these are official celebrities who who keep the community yeah. united. They're an important role yeah, in I'm, society. I'm, I'm in, my I, in my opinion, I'm glad I left that job. <laughs> Obviously, yeah, I'm not, I, I'm I'm not suggesting it. I wouldn't you go recommend back. anyone do it now. Like um, <laughs> oh, it's no. quite peak. I'm, I've still got mates in the post. You know what I mean, and stuff mm. like that. And I still you go out and have a pint now and then. Um, we'll watch Arsenal play or something like that, mm-hmm. but you know. But we digress. Yes. Back to hip hop. But then, yeah. So you've been put. <laughs> I it, did you, that. Yeah. And then I basically with um obviously I was always already messing with Jess when I did the working class dad anyway, and then it was like yo put out another record man I'll I'll do it I'll put it out and, and then, then and then I done the first second time round, which has the M phases. Yeah, um, M phase Your been song, on the show. what you like, yeah. yeah. And, <laughs> and my song, like, you're yeah, just going to you know, rename uh, it Sarah's the, song. The Sarah's song, yeah. Please. Yeah, Sarah's here, that's what I'm going to call it. And shout out to Javid Moore as well, because yeah, I know he loves that jam oh, too. Yeah, man, He's like, like one of your biggest fans. Yeah, honestly. yeah, I spoke to him the other day. He was at the Four Pillar show with Joker Star Down with the Owl. I yeah, couldn't make yeah, it to that. It was awesome, man. It's good to see him every time, man. I speak, I, we speak on the phone now, so, like, yeah, I've got to go around and big up Javid, man, for real. I did. Guy's a deep guy, man. I did see Javid last week as well. Maybe we need to, like get down but, featured yeah, on the show like, or something but fast then how- forward to the last album basically and this is where we are now um, it's called Me, Myself and Akai I just decided to just produce a whole album myself just that was the last well the last I love that still. t-shirt you gave me yeah yeah that's what that, the whole everyone I'm, I'm bugging up like Just Blaze wearing it Primo got one like you know a mm-hmm. lot of people identify with the oh like yeah one to Black no, Milk it's a wicked title yeah because it's you know it's not just about me and my album but it's about the producer the whole making something out of night like you know and also Akai is like such a you know that's something that hip hop people especially producers it's like a nostalgic feeling yeah. like the Akai 950 the MPC, yeah, you know this you, is yeah, something that's like have, a cornerstone in hip hop like, even making. if you use an SP12 you can still cop the T because you need the 950 to you know but Ooh, even which I, way I'm sensing a, a rhyme there could have been <laughs> constructed or something sure. and then yeah because I see that recently you, it's almost like you've been doing more producing for other people than your own rapidly raps yeah um, I just thought I'd just take them I'm still going to be doing like an album well, this I've been taking time with this album, which I've been doing with Mr. Thing lately. Okay, um, but um, I just wanted to What's just that? go. It's just what basically, you say, as an yeah, album, man. Me and Mark. What just beats or what do you mean? No, like I'm the MC, he's DJ producer, taking it back to the showbiz and AG, the verb T Harry Love. The we're trying to take it back to the essence, the gangsta, the the whole. Is, the, is it has it is it has the group got a name or is this just no? It's just going to be m- thing. Mr. Mr. DJ Mr. Thing and Michael Parkinson and. I don't want to say the title of the album. Okay, yeah, yeah I mean, down, but um, yeah, yeah, yeah like, but yeah, it's our later. album. I don't want to jinx it and then we change it. But yeah, we're kind of halfway. And then other than that, I've just been doing the producing. Like I've been doing um, a lot of work with Dirty Goods as well. Oh, he's um, yeah, like we'll I've just got, I've just got him my verse off him for jokes. New thing, um, but yeah, like yeah, we just been. Um, he had a um, a vintage mixtape 
show which we just done literally what was it Sunday innit it was Sunday, yeah, it's Sunday yeah. just gone man it's been a bit crazy but illness illness and then this track because we do also have um, mm. Joke Star yeah right that's what I'm saying building yeah. up to the, the yeah the like I'm trying to right do now. an album with you know my hero and he to me no disrespect to anyone and I'm not trying to gash you but he's the greatest like to me he's one of the greatest MCs I've worked with well let's hear it because this track is produced by you Parky but um, this is your tune Joke Star where's this from like what, where can people find this record uh, it's on all digital vendors and you can check the video on um, YouTube and also my band camp well, I'll get into that later but is yeah. this on an album no no it's just single just, just, just dash this one just, out just, there. Yeah, so, so let, let's get involved yeah, something brand out. new from Joker Star you're tuned into Fubar all about everything all about everything yeah. so what how long ago did that one drop literally about a couple of months ago innit yeah, we dropped it just after my birthday, man. So me, and what, time. There's a video floating about that. I haven't seen it yet. Oh, that's very bad. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Listen, don't be DJ shaming me. Don't be DJ shaming me. That's very bad. That's very bad. DJs do their best. We've okay. Had, we've had all types of people holler at us, man, about it. But yeah, it's quite you know legends like fallacy and all types. But I'm quite happy, just you know trying to. <laughs> give a difference to the gauge of what's happening right now in UK hip-hop because I just feel you know there should be just more music like don't get me wrong like I love to smoke weed you know but there's just uh, lately it's just a lot of I don't want to say negative stuff but just stuff for just you know young mind dumb stuff there's not educational stuff there's just too much yo let's take pills air. let's get yeah just let's, get, let's get mollied let's get yeah you in the club yeah what, what, I've got these whatever Spike trainers, what cost six hundred pound on my feet? Whatever bullshit. There's like, no nuggets. Of yeah, like it's just yeah. There, there's there. no yeah. There's no difference, and there's you know, and I think the sound is getting lost as well. So yeah, I just want to bring it back. That's why we all do hip hop in the first place, anyway. You know, because I think as opposed to rap yeah, music, yeah. Because you know, I think yeah, I want to do something because I'm thinking you know, you got some shit to get off your chest. Like, yeah, that's it. Actually, means something to you and and your people as well. It's yeah. embarrassing to turn around to your people that you either left behind or they're still in the area that you came from and play mm. them some shit that doesn't mean anything, anything to, them. to them that's that's always the first thing on my list when I write a rap you know you've got to be able to hold your head high yeah I want to be able peeps. to turn around and say yeah this still means and that doesn't mean it's, it's uh, you're small minded I yeah. don't think no it's not I think, it's ha- I think right. the challenge for us now like our generation of rappers to come out and be relevant is how do we make a song that means something that still bangs do you know what I'm saying? Mm, like that yeah. bangs right now. I'm not trying to make music for 18 year olds. I don't give a shit. That's it. Like if I was to come back, I would make music for that like music that meant something to, to me. Because you know what I'm saying, what, what I did with, but this. I'd want it to bang now. Yeah. I just I don't really care. Like if a kid goes, oh, like I, on my estate, yeah. Like I have <coughs> arguments with kids all the time about Nas. So like when Life <laughs> Is Good came out. Okay. When Life Is Good came out, like I heard a bunch of kids outside my flat talking about it. And I was like, oh, yeah, you got the life is good. And they were like, no, he was just saying, like, Nas is long. And I was like, what do you mean? And they were like, well, he's just long. Like, what's he talking about? Why didn't he just get to the point? And I was like, well, have, you, have you listened you to the album properly? You know like, yeah, but it's just loads and loads of lyrics. But like, do you know what my theory is? I think that's down to generation. But I don't do think that's down to... It's a patience thing, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, because the kids nowadays, I was saying it's it the everything's other day. Immediate. Everything's quick. They get an iPhone 6, 7, 8. It's everything. They don't... Get we when we were young, we had times for things to marinate. Mm. 
these kids don't get that. No, the but do you know what my no, theory they're is? Saying that, no disrespect to Drake, but they're <laughs> saying that he's the best right now. And some people would say Meek Mill, or some people would say Young Thug. Or Are Rick you Cross. real? Are you real? Oh, some God. people would say no, no, Chief no, no, Keith. Exactly, is, that's the situation the we've got right now. This is right the, the theory that I have. This is the theory that I have. Which, and this is why I'm saying we have responsibilities as people in the community, or if you're an artist, is this is the legacy that the whole generation when they were like little primary school kids who came up on the mm. bad boy puffy um, Rockefeller era things like this is the legacy that they've been left with so if you've been trained on this whole I don't write rhymes I write checks obviously that's been happening from the beginning of rap uh, rap's history or whatever but you know there were the kind of air that you were getting from a puffy verse and the values that you're getting from an artist from Rockefeller artist kind of thing you know it doesn't surprise me that now we're in this generation where people are like I just need something that's just basic well as, and superficial. as, as always I have to disagree with you slightly and I, 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 it would mainly come from the point that I think even the 97 onward shit that you're referring to, the Rockefeller, the bad boys, I'd say even that as Mersh rap had more content than Mersh rap right now. And that's not based on my age. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm I saying genuinely this is the, the continuation. Yeah. No, yes, but no. I'm saying this is the continuation. As things got more and more watered down and more accessible, then what happens for the next generation is we have Meek Mills and Possibly, Chief yeah. Keef and all of that. And so that's why I think, okay, so t- let's extrapolate from now to 20 years time. These kids who are being raised are thinking Drake right. is the illest lyricist that you're ever yeah. going to bless your ears what the hell standard are we going to be dealing with in 20 years time the the beauty of rap is that the underground always reacts you know so like whatever's mainstream the underground will react and 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 pop will eat itself you know like that's the nature of popular culture so whenever rap gets really really big and gets a little bit out of out of place and starts to forget what the fuck it's about there's a whole bunch of rappers un, un, bubbling under the surface yeah. who react to that and great music comes from that so it, I think it will always just carry on like this I'm, I'm saying it's, we're in a bad place yeah. but mm-hmm. I, I, I remember it's being in a bad place two years ago yeah, to so. be honest with you, yeah you're right and, uh, to be honest with you um I understand like I feel with the music scene and how people are actually exceeding themselves via money because you have to understand a lot of people who are popular like your Drake or whatever it's a business they need to live in it so when you look at a rapper let's let's just be like Ty or myself and then you put a rapper us against a rapper like Meek Mill or someone who oh Krypton Conan Skepta Krypton Conan or Skepta the kids ain't gonna want to hear what we've got to say because because they've we, been trained yeah, their like, ears have been brainwashed and but trained where does it come certain, from like, but that's what <clears> I'm saying because we hand over authority of our culture and our community to industry to right. people who sit at desks in offices who are nothing to do with things that go on in a real face to face in the jam side by side in the mosh pit on the street level right. they are completely disconnected they have no like nostalgic connection with the history or understanding of the history the other problem that I have is that when you see people like Black Twang or a Thai these people have managed to maintain a career without being yeah, no, sell out and because, this is why yeah, I don't think yeah. everything is all doom and gloom right now there's oh, loads no, no, of dope I'm just stuff ge- I'm just saying in general but personally it doesn't get I the feel promotion, which is I kind feel, of what Wiley was saying to, I, talking about this one extra power like, I feel Twang should have a you know he should be selling out Wembley Stadium and stuff like that but obviously we know we all know the, the true and the reality of the fact but this is the difference between that music and this music and of he was course. saying about the underground always biting up yeah it will always rise up like right now in the States I think what is keeping hip hop alive for me? The label is Duck Down and Mellow Music Group. That is keeping hip hop alive for me right now in terms of a major scale 
of putting out music. There's obviously, you got you got you got Kendrick. Like, no, you've got like your Stones though. You got high water music. Don't get me wrong. No, sto- no, sto- Stone Throw. Sto- Stone Throw is different. Like, it's, Stone Throw has exceeded itself. That is a music label now. Like, River and I love Stone yeah, Throw. Yeah, no. All I'm saying is, there's the whole hip hop scene, which encompasses millions of people across the world that I reach whenever I go to other countries touring, who are nothing to do with rap, pop music, you know. Mm. And that's a completely different thing. So yeah. I think there's loads of stuff to reach out to. Whether you want the more abstract. MF Doom thing or you want someone but like how Rock do you Marciano get how do you get it the like, same way as you always got it you had to dig deeper and you mm. had to connect with the people on a real level mm. but if you just want to read the Daily Mail yeah all you're going to find is uh, Caitlyn Jenner and people like oh, that and man. that's where you're going to get your cu- <laughs> and you're going to find uh, Kanye's new tune but I wanted to say hi Sorry. from like half an hour ago <laughs> to Joker Star <laughs> welcome to the show Joker Star you are actually here in the yeah, studio with chilling, us I'm chilling. how did you begin in like the whole hip hop gang kid uh, <laughs> I, I kind of got a, a lucky break man um, like I started rapping at 19 uh, I went to study some music business and technology courses uh, locally where I lived in Slough then uh, I went to do a BTEC national diploma and uh, a guy called Def G slash Solaheen uh, who used to be in a group called Lords of Rap uh, was a tutor there Old uh, he worked with me um, ended up recording a song after a few uh, MCing DJing class lessons uh, which turned out to be the anthem uh, I'm just speeding this up followed up did a uh, follow up song called Raw Spittage boom uh, got a lot of notoriety on uh, some London airwaves it sounded like some next year I'll be honest with you like I don't I don't know you personally yeah. but I, I really remember that coming out right. and yeah. I, I I think we had at the time with the the, the wave that, that me and Parky were a part of, I think we, we were we very much overdosed on that nineties hip hop and we were kind of recreating the hip hop that we loved. Mm-hmm. You know, we did nothing wrong with that. But I I distinctly remember hearing your tune. I can't I think it was on an MK tape and I thought, This is some next shit. This yeah. is yeah. this is this is a different this yeah. is a new era of this shit. Is just the like, future. I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah. You know, and I think you were one of those artists who bridged the gap a little bit from what we were doing to like when the grime cats really started hitting? Mm. I think yeah, you, you, working with. I think you you bridged that gap. Were you Terry born Walker. and raised in Slough? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what is the Slough, Slough hip hop scene? It's basically him it's and me. Ricky it's Gervais. Me. It's, it's just, just me. <laughs> uh, it's, there's a few other people that came before me and that, but no one really made any kind of big waves and stuff like that. So him. how did you connect with hip hop being an isolated cat out in the uh, Slough sticks? I had to go find it. Like I, like I said, man, I kind of got a lucky roll of the dice when I went to study in London and. Whereabouts in London? Did you say? Uh, d- uh, where did I go again? <laughs> It was near London Bridge, man. Uh, uh, yeah, we just say them ends. Yeah. yeah, so I studied there. I studied there, and yeah, I just got put in into the mix. Like before you knew it, I was uh, up at um, another station, like the likes of Skinny Man, Black Twang, Maestro, around all these guys, Shawnee T, and it's my turn to rap. And you know that that's your chance there. You got to silence the room, innit? Like mm. the way I was taught rap to the point where no one wants to touch the mic after you've left it yeah. and, and then that kind of with that like there was a thing of where as well no one knew what I looked like no one knew where I was from but all there was was 
just stickers everywhere <laughs> in London with my my face on yeah, it I like um, oh, no you're definitely it. like an established like artist in the UK scene I don't, now I don't I feel, feel that way I don't no. feel I don't no your name is recognised definitely because you've had a consistent flow of output I think I don't, I don't think so like because mm. my initially I jumped in 2001 jumped out then I came back in I was on in like 2005 uh, I was on the Terry Walker remix with Estelle then I jumped out again. Then I jumped back in with some uh, the um, Northborough Estate uh, mixtape, mix which then you started to play with memories and all that stuff on there. Then I was on uh, the feeding time, time at the round. zoo first, second time round, and then I had a little quiet period for a couple of years. Then I put Bludgeon out. Then I had another quiet period. <laughs> Listen, now, this is more here. consistent than a whole a bunch of, of people yeah, out here true. that I know yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. who are considered I, like I, legends and things I like right that. Am I right in saying uh, most recently, like so some of the younger kids who listen to rap would would know you more from battling? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't think they. I think it's two separate entities now. Like, no, one hundred percent. I think mean? they're different careers. They're almost yeah. like it's, it's a bit like athletics, isn't it? Yeah, like, bro. Do, doing like the two hundred meters and then doing fucking long jump or something. Mm. Yeah, it's very different. Yeah, definitely. But one can definitely heat up the other one. Definitely. Yeah. Um, We're talking about him battling today, but we should do it. I yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I think um, beef, 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 beef. <laughs> yeah, there's definitely some beef. No, 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 no. No, but you know what? We're soon. It's time for Are You Taking the Piss? And that's the mm. point in the show, guys, in case you've, you don't know okay. about Are You Taking yeah. the Piss? Where we ask the listeners to tell us what this week has made them say, Are You Taking the Piss? So we're going to ask you a lot about that in a second. But before we get into that, I want to play this track, which is actually a Sunny Jim tune, but featuring both of you. And you say this is produced by Michael. Yeah, I produced the whole EP. The EP is called Live at the Bonanza. I do love Sonny and yeah, I've been Sonny hoping to get him on the show as well sometimes. Yeah, hold on, man. He's in London now, man. I well, know, that's so why I'm yeah, like, he needs to come through. Come on, reach Sonny. Out. Come on, But man. yeah, Sonny yeah, Jim, Midland's finest. <laughs> Eat good records. Big up to the whole clan yeah, out man, there in Birmingham. Yeah. You're tuned into Food Bar Radio. Keep it locked. This is Ripping Sonny Jim, bushes. Michael Parkinson, and Joe Star in the studio. Jumping out the bushes. Jumping out the bushes. Repping for the actually heard that track for the first time just earlier today i'm feeling it guys oh, thank you and i feel like this is the kind of thing for your fans isn't that lovely your yeah. fans <laughs> just think about just let that marinate for a second yeah. your it's fans. what they want son yeah, well, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> exactly and so yeah. it's definitely going to be i know um Javid i've got big up sunny like for that man because i you know what uh, i've always wanted to work with sunny as well and to just be and it was so quick i like stuff like that you know you just go in yo i wanted to yeah must just do an ep bam bam bam's done you know, bat it out like that's how I think a lot of hip hop. I think a lot more music will come out a lot more quicker if you just did stuff like that and not care. So speaking about music coming out, then like, what's gonna be ne- like? What are the things that people have to look forward to? Keep their eye out for um, for um, these Michael Parkinson fans. And the Joker Michael Star Parkinson, fans. yeah. Well, Michael, I was trying to get something ready for the end of the year, but I don't know if it's gonna happen. <laughs> Uh, it will happen, mate. Yeah, well, pull finger at. Yeah, well, beef, no, beef, well, I, beef, well, basically, it's depending on what I do with his thing, what we're doing with his thing, and what I'm doing with the goods thing and the Mr. Thing thing. So, the Mr. Thing thing? The Mr. Thing thing, yeah. So, basically, I wanted to do a record called The Self Employed Dad to just pay homage to 10 years of working class dad and just do 10 fresh, fresh tunes. I'm like halfway there, but it's nothing's mixed. I've got Kaiser and Scribbler on a track. I've got like, you know, certain people. Who I've always wanted to mess with, and I'm, I'm quite happy about it because in terms of the work, it's kind of like half me, myself, and Akai, half 
taking it back because I've got a beat from Lenny come in fingers crossed I need to speak to beat and you've, you shouted out enough dope artists that I have so much respect for all the cats who have like stayed on their grind in this country doing the hip hop thing you know because you give us a scene to speak of and be proud of and this Thursday you're going to yeah. be representing at pa- Passing Clouds in London because uh, that's going to be the strange you yeah, man. Uh, party I'm gonna, uh, yeah I'm going to be hosting on my hosting duties might get a little tune off me as well but yeah it's going to be a dope party strange you if you don't know you better get to know they're sick I um, love Strange. I want to be part of Strange. <laughs> I did approach him. I said, "Look, I can be like a Professor Griff type, no, no, a lot of or Flavor Flav, whichever direction they need me to go. I can do that for the crew." Yeah, man. We got the least. We got Lee Scott as well. Like, obviously, doing the support. Um, I really, I don't know about you guys, but I really like that record he did with Dirty Dyke. I really, I'm mm-hmm. really feeling it. I don't know if you check it. I know. I meant it out. to hook it up like, for today, but um, yeah, I'm sorry, yeah, guys. Like, you have to um, tune in next week. <laughs> yeah, check it out. But um, yeah, like, um, he'll be doing the support. Me, Jazz T. Tiger, obviously, the magnificent stranger. You might get a, obviously a couple special guests come through. You know, usual suspects. Yes. So that know. is this Thursday at Passing Clouds in Hackney in London. If yeah. you are in town, come through because it's going to be a lovely jam. Um, a whole bunch of talented people going to be up there. And I got one more tune that I want to play before we get into. Are you taking the piss? So, and you guys, I need. To, we're going to be asking you as well yeah. on the other side of this track what this week has made you say. Are you taking the piss? So oh get ready with that fire. Whilst you've got this little three-minute window, get in there. Get on your email. Email us at the studio at foobarradio.com or at, on Twitter at foobarradio or hit me or Sarah up personally in the face with your opinions. Bow. Yeah? But yes, Tuesday Drive at foobarradio.com. Get in touch. It's going to be that time very soon. And then straight after Are You Taking the Piss, Doc is going to be rapping. He has picked his subject. Oh, yeah, I'm He's going to be spitting that fire, that hot fire. <laughs> so um, get ready. But this next track is an ode to some of the fantastic artists that you guys have been mentioning today. I thought there's another dude who deserves a big up. Yeah. The one and only homeboy going by the name of Verb T. He's had some ill yeah, uh, videos man. actually yeah. recently. But yeah, he just sent me this track the uh, other day. He should have sent, um, sent, sent you the one off. should have sent the new one off what me and him are featuring on. We were featuring on his new album. He's hating. Yeah, I know. He's, he's hating blatantly beef. Hating. Let's set that beef off. Beef. Yeah, oh, yeah. Verbs, when I see you, man, it's brav. <laughs> it's, it's real. Hey, yo, I'm back getting twisted. Relax with the misfit. I'll I'll make the whole thing if you want me. (laughs) Oh, 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 we're getting those business conversations on mic. Sorry about that, guys. We just baited you up there completely. (laughs) That was the sounds of Verb T. Um, Brand new record from him. It's called First Stone, so go check him out. Big ups to Verbs. It's we lovely to hear you guys. Yeah, um, and it's lovely to have Michael Parkinson and Joker start in the studio for Thank us. You. And I'm so pleased that you're getting to join us for some. Are you taking the piss? Oh, <laughs> now, every week we do, I, I just love getting this insight into the FUBAR listeners' mm. minds. And I, I, mm. I definitely have a couple issues that you I'd like to. Re- <laughs> That's the Britishness in me. Um, first of all, I think some person who seriously made me say, Are you taking the piss? Are all these fools in the Labour Party. Mm who are like cussing Jeremy Corbyn for being a socialist and they're being like you're crazy if you think the NHS should be exactly Blair he said if in your heart if your heart is following Jeremy Corbyn you you need need a heart transplant are you taking the piss this is how far we've come it's like the people who think you're crazy because you don't want to eat chemicals and processed food and you want to eat real food it's like seriously we've come this far I think that Corbyn thing is a bit of a distraction though to what? Just a greater agenda, like the whole 
what's going on with the budget and what Osborne's doing. You just show something else. It just takes your attention away no, from No, no, no. But Colbin is the only person in the Labour Party candidates who has stepped up and said, I oppose the budget, uh, the, what he's outlined in this budget. So all the other candidates who are competing to be leader of the Labour Party are all saying, we support George Osborne and what the, he said in his budget. And it's yeah. like, are you people late? Like, if I'm we saying. vote for any of you, we might as well just vote for David Cameron. That's it. That, but that's what, that, that's what it is. Dividing, uh, sorry. No, but the, I, that's okay, what I'm okay. saying. I rate Soon. Jeremy yeah. Corbyn because no, he's no, actually real. standing no, up and real. saying, you no, know what, I actually believe in the values that the Labour Party has been founded on. The story is a distraction from the real core issues. What are you taking a piss? <laughs> you get me? Because yeah. what George Osborne has done and what he's planned to do and what David Cameron, what they plan to do with this country is like, are you taking the piss? And Michael Gove, all of these people, <laughs> I swear, they're like at night, they're just sitting around like little golems, like worshipping at the... With the Boy, Satan I reckon or they're probably more on that Lord Sewell tip, man. Just like wearing a red bra, snorting some. Oh, really? <laughs> but even fucking some bitches. No, but even that case, I was like, retiring. Even in with style. that case, I'm like, are you taking the piss? Which one of those cats in the House of Lords isn't doing that stuff? Yeah, for real. And how for real. dare they try and Sewell, like man. diss that poor prostitute and bring her into it? It's like it, the worst thing is that she's hanging out with him. Yeah, man. She's got to suck that dick, and, and I really get paid. fucking I feel for get her paid. so hard. <laughs> And because like actually go shopping with <laughs> like that money. Every, everybody's like, job is hard. That's you know what I'm saying? And and and, and big up sex workers because yeah. when it comes to the house <laughs> of lords, they, they earn their money. You know what I mean? When it comes to house of lords, <laughs> they keep like, they keep time, they keep that house point. popping. <laughs> they in a hard. You know, but on you know back on a, on a serious tip. My are you taking the piss? Is Sandra Bland? Oh, you okay, just took mine right away from me. That's it. Break it down. You got time, Joker. Uh, I, I, go for I, it. Where where do you begin? It's like for it's those who don't in know, your face. Sandra Bland was a lady who was pulled over in the state in Texas for do it not signalling when she was changing lane on the freeway. The police, which ended up with her being taken into custody at the police station, and she uh, ki- she uh, was found dead in her police cell, and they ruled the uh, her death as a suicide by hanging. And it's just like completely ridiculous. She had just gotten a new job. She had no, uh, you know, her rights were violated in her terms of her vo- not needing to be the nature um, of the arrest was so to minor. be arrested in. In the first place and so the whole thing is ridiculous I mean there was another uh, woman this black woman this week who's been uh, found dead in police custody so this is an ongoing part of like the American yeah, racial dialogue yeah. which yeah, is man. you know which it's and then at the same time this week how uh, in these last few weeks we've had the uh, co- finally the confederate flag has been acknowledged and they're pr- pulling it down from federal buildings in the states oh, and well, it's like causing bear is this, like yeah. seriously Are you it's 2015 piss? and it's taken until now for these things to happen it doesn't it, <laughs> Uh, to be honest with you, I understood why it happened, to, especially in that country, cause in terms of racism and what have you not, because soon as Obama become president, not that I'm not trying to say he's put in there where the powers that be, that's when a lot of people were just... I just saw it, you know. I've I've seen more racist things in the year since his re-election. Of course, and in, in my entire life, because because of my, yeah, yeah, I've yeah, seen yeah. more no, racist def- things. Definitely, racial I've tensions seen, have heightened, yeah. and there's been. I've more seen problems more racist and more racist things since, since he's been in power than ever. 
Then What's it in the states? In the states, in the states everywhere yeah. on, on the computer, on the news. Where, doesn't yeah, matter yeah, what yeah. it is. I've yeah. seen more racism even in our country. But I think it's I about what's rising to your attention, like what's rising to our attention and our awareness. Because yeah. you know, if you want to go back to is it nineteen like LA riots yeah, time, yeah, you know, it's, or if you want to take it back, like every year I in America, there was a time when it was legal to do these things. You know, I don't think it's trying I just think that we document it more. Exactly. And these social networking has made it easier. For us to see what's going on on yeah. the other side, everyone of the has world. a camera. Really? On yeah. 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 That's true. That's true. Yeah. So yeah. I, I understand yeah, what you're man. saying. Like it's always been there, right? It's, it's always, always been there. there. It's, it's always been be. there. It's, it's just true. harder to hide. Both those points, though, because I think having a black president is a is a focal point for racists in the states it's, it's like a it's, it's almost like a spark plug you know it's just like this little thing that gets it started a conduit for that tension to, to, to bubble up to the surface so anything that goes wrong you can sort of blame the black president and I, I, I think it's you're deep. seeing you're it's seeing deep. you're it's seeing the, the, the backlash now within American politics because Donald Trump who we were all fucking laughing at a year ago is now trying to run he's for it. Consi- he's considered a realistic. But that's always American politics. You, Ronald Reagan was an actor. He ended up being the president of the United States. Yeah. You had Arnold Insane. Schwarzenegger, the Terminator, became the governor Insane. of California. So this is not an unusual thing. Yeah. These are things that have always happened. But it's like now yeah. they're we they're have all reactions to liberalism. Trust that's me. what it is. But the thing is, it's, as you said, everything's documented more. So but it's becoming more aware, and you yeah, have these campaigns like the, the Black world. Lives Matter. Yeah. So people are, it's but the awareness is becoming heightened. You can't pull the fast one over racism. people now. You can't pull a fast yeah, one. Yeah, but I, I've always known racism, but I'll be honest with you, I think up the last two weeks I learned the real meaning of racism. Where? Like, In America? It was, it was, I know it's funny, Facebook. Yeah, out of all places. And it was a, a woman doing a... Um, I think she was doing a, a, a study for healthcare and stuff like that. But she just talked about the, fundamental, the fundamentals between black racism and the powers that be, sorry to say, white racism. And she says, it starts off with fear. Now, with black racism, they'll always cuss and they'll say whatever, but we won't do anything about it. Black people won't, you know, there will never be something. But with the actual, you know, your general cluster you're that type of racism they actually affect your life how you live your life you're more likely to get stopped if you're black you're more likely that is none next of level. these things are new revelations yeah. though. in fact until the 60s these are actually legislated like right. government enforced until the 60s it was legal to do the yeah. kind of things that now we're actually having campaigns right. where people are saying no people need to be brought right. to justice and charged on these offenses because it is a crime to take somebody's life whether you are uh, have a badge or not oh. so it's just that the awareness of these things are spreading because if you go uh, you know talking to any black person of any I mean imagine what it was like to be like when you speak to older mm, black American people exactly. who were live in the 30s 40s yeah. you know kids now are living a dream <laughs> yeah. real, and there would be no voice that, talking that real, about the Zimmerman real, real thing racism. there would be no yeah. voice talking about you know uh, the Trayvon Martin like any of these I'll people be honest the with you, like, or anything. I don't want to be rude too, too but if you're like 75 Ra, you know, like, yeah. you either know 
or you're, you know, I'm not going to say you're either racist or you know what it was like to be around the racist times. Like when people, when Donald Sterling said the thing, you know, the yeah, owner yeah. of the Clippers. Old, old white I dudes shocked. and old black dudes in, a, in the States, they know about they know about, racism. They know, they know about, well, why, would people, why would people shock that this old, how old is he's he, 80? He's old, he's like 80, but man. Listen, imagine how racist allowed to his vote dad until was. the 64. Imagine like, how racist his dad was. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, I can't believe that, you know, yeah, people had a go at him sorry, almost. Man. It's 20, like, what? 2015. You're taking the piss. But listen, this is this is this is Fubar Radio. It's Sarah Hugh and Doc Two, and as you know, we 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 like to mix it up. We like to get involved in some fucking heated debate. Yeah. Uh, also, we like to lighten it up as well. It's a little bit of both. It's the best of both worlds. You know, when you got someone like Sarah and you got someone like me in the same room, you're gonna have brevity and levity you know what I'm saying <laughs> can so, I just say like what, what are you taking the piss that I had this week my friend like she has a three month like... old boy she's, she's given birth not long okay. ago oh, and she was in yeah it's lovely and I've grown up with with uh, with her like our whole lives um, yeah and so like the baby was a bit unsettled so she was mm. like okay I'll go into mother care and use like the, they have a, uh, a baby feeding room in mother care so she went into um, the baby feeding room in mother care and then started breastfeeding the baby someone came over to her and started cussing her out for breastfeeding are wow. you taking the piss this is how far we come where you're the crazy person if you're doing the most natural thing in the world that is and nice. like it's normal to give your kids you something serious? made in a factory yeah, with chemicals this is how far we go in in mother care yeah was it just in another customer? Was, well. was, was, was it a customer? Was it, like, was it a customer or was it a worker? Who was it? It's not like it was no, in it Urban Outfits. It, it was in Mothercare. Yeah, exactly. And she said in the same week, the same she thing goes, happened to her in Costa Coffee, where it's like she wasn't exposing herself or nothing, but, you know, breastfeeding the baby and someone came up to her and cussed her no, out and said, up. like, how was, dare you be doing that? When she was breastfeeding, did she have her covered? Yeah. And she went to a corner. What the fuck side? Are you serious? This is how far we've gone in society. Oh, man, you know what, So, you know, you've got your Tony Blair's cussing socially. Personally, yeah. I personally think breastfeeding is a beautiful thing. It's the I, most, natural, it's the most thing. natural thing in the world. But there is a moment, there is a moment <laughs> just before the boob meets the babies that when it's just being pulled out of the top. Yeah, <laughs> that is, it's quiet. very wow. sexual for me. And then, it, then it's cut, it cuts off. It cuts off straight away. <laughs> if there was a way I could close one eye and not see the baby, that moment would fucking make my day. Every week. So note to all Fubar <laughs> listeners: do not breastfeed in front of Doc because you don't know what might happen. Don't, no, but seriously, do I just think what's wrong with the human body? Like, listen, I do where I see it. Yeah, like it's, you know, I know it's gonna sound funny, but I'm, I put it in the same way like this. Like I was talking to jokes about it. You know, if you're dying for a piss mm. and you're in a park. Yeah, and you're a you dusty just, man. No, no. <laughs> yeah, because you're in a if park. you're a woman in your park, you ain't squatting down. Hold on, hold up. You're in a park. There's a bush. Bush. No one could go in the bush. If you go in the bush, you mm. pass. You piss on the you tree. You leave your scent. You leave your scent on the tree. <laughs> like an you animal. can be arrested and fined yeah, hundred pound for you that. Can. You can. And you are actually they would taking you the wet piss. your own trousers and soil yourself. <laughs> you're, you're taking the yeah, piss. No, no, I'm, I'm being real. <laughs> no, and I am your hold up, hold up, hold up. But your dog could do that, and it wouldn't take nothing. No, it's true. It's because the dog That's is an true. animal, and you have an elevated level of intelligence. Oh. If a woman can wait until to go to a toilet, well, so mean, can I'm a man. The worst thing that I have seen, the worst thing that I have seen, is in Leicester Square. There's this weird thing. If you walk through Leicester Square area at nighttime, there's this weird metal thing in the middle of the damn street. 
That awesome. is disgusting and you should be ashamed of yourself. You are an animal. Work it out. Women have listen, to be planned about listen, these things listen, and listen, make listen, a structure if you, where if we're going to go to the if toilet. You, if you lot listen. man the fuck up and accepted the she-wee, <laughs> right. this wouldn't yeah, be an issue. I was just about to yeah? say about she-wee. Get the she-wee that, that and piece join, of plastic. join up. Join the dark side. Join the dark side. Join us. Just pee. Pee wherever the fuck you are yeah, and let's get funnel. on with our night. Just use Because you know what's happening when, that, when the man goes quiet and he's not bringing nothing to the conversation, it's because he's the desperate case, for and we should all use toilets, then they should be for free. I think it is. Yeah, animal, I never pay to go to a toilet. that people have to pay 20 pence, 30 pence to use I've a I've never bar. got inside of that. Well, I would never go inside of those. those oh, this, nasty you know what? Boots. This is the no they didn't for next week. we got we got to kick off the show with this. Because no, this is, this is civil war There's shit. no excuse. Be for real. There's no As excuses. Said, if a woman doesn't have to... Like, t- you telling me if you saw a woman squatting down with her arse out in Victoria Bless Park, you'd be like, wifey. I need to get her number. No, goals. Man. Goals. Exactly. Hashtag goals. That's, that's wifey <laughs> material right there. Listen, like, she's exactly. got a priority. So what do you think women are thinking when they see grimy men acting like animals in the street? I want to be real with you. That women do it in Africa. Let no, it use it. In, there's a difference. They do it in Jamaica, you know. They but they do it in a bush, and no one can see them. Mm. Now, what is the problem? Why can't you have that kind of thing where no one can see the woman because, if that is need be? Because Why? okay, urine and feces is unhygienic. Yeah, but <laughs> it's not something that called, I want to step they're, you know, they're in. They're number one, one and step into but, my house. But, but, yeah, I hear what you're saying. But animal, <laughs> so just be civilized. But, but animal, you have a brain. You have right, the you uh, ability to structure. I no, it ain't. Mm. That's, exactly that's one of my biggest fears in life: though. is stepping in dog shit. That's I never thought all the shit we talked about today. I never thought this would be the heated debate. This would be the heated debate. There's no defense. Michael Parkinson just passed out. That was me just knocking Michael Parkinson out for defending this stupidness. There's no excuses you can okay. d- try and defend it all you want as much just partner yourself oh, well, up with Donald Trump and him thing, trying to, to defend his thing, yeah. nonsense it's racism is as outrageous <laughs> as that <laughs> look at look at Parky trying to dig himself but, up uh, but I, lo- I love women and breastfeeding no 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 it isn't breastfeeding and eating ital food is natural the human body is natural pissing in Camden High Street is not natural no but it wouldn't be the High Street it would be Inverness Street people are doing that on Leicester Square behind the Mecca Behind the Mecca bingo, it wouldn't be on the high street. Well, I see plenty of man pissing on Leicester Square just yeah, in the I middle of the street. I align myself with, with, with the high street pissers. Unfortunately, I'm a up alleyway man. I'm a straight up alleyway shadows. I'm, I'm up for it. Behind should, the tree. We should make it right so no man should piss on the street, no woman should piss on the street. You know I'm, I'm tuning in every week. Man. Hygienic toilets, free for anyone who's dying pregnant, whoever you may be. Mm. I have a phobia one of my biggest fears in life which my brother says your life must be good is stepping in dog shit yeah I love shoes I love sneakers so for me stepping in dog shit is pure terror the concept of that you're throwing them away it's just sheer terror which I can't I haven't stepped in dog shit in about 15 years because I'm so prang about it my other biggest phobia is public toilets so I will never go into a a portaloo okay so I will always use my intelligence use my intelligence where the fuck does Sarah love piss? She don't do public toilets. She don't do boilers. She don't do bushes. Basically, she, she never pisses. I'm explaining the science to you so you guys can lift yourself man, up to civilization. You. She's got some golden toilet. I'm explaining the science to you so you can remove yourself from your bestiality, animalistic <laughs> behavior and join the rest of civilization. I'm not having sex you with animals, I'm peeing in bushes. I'm well, dead. Wait, we've got, 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 got 10 minutes to get 
from taking a piss to taking the piss. Pissing in public is a step before bestiality. Just remember that. Emails. Um, but yeah, basically, if you piss in the street, are you taking the piss? Yes, you are taking the piss, and it shouldn't be allowed. I'm offended. Two of our listeners are all over this shit. My apologies. And the pissing are already causing the, the, the lines to light up. Ladies, um, come on, you got to back got, me up. We're going to get into that next week because I think that's a big, big topic. So let's just get back to the taking the piss. We got our friend in the studio who's going to read through these emails. So we're going to start from. Come Bob. in, come in, dude. Come here in. He is, yeah, here yeah, he is, yeah. He's oh, here he is. Okay, yeah. Uh, we're so going to start with Bob. He's genuinely put it as Bob in fucking Coventry. So our narrator for taking the piss, take it away. What's up? I had to change trains at Coventry to get another one. The bloody train was late, right? So I've only fucking missed my connection and I'm stuck in fucking Coventry. No man needs that shit. Are Bobby, fucking Coventry. Thanks, Bob. <laughs> Thanks for that, Bob. Clearly an angry man. Um, from Simone. Simone and God damning. How do you say that? God, God, God damning. God damning. That's some gangster shit. One day I remember to take an umbrella. Don't even fucking rain. I'm passing hard. Umbrellas are shit. Are you taking Thanks, a Simone. For real. I'm uh, with you, Simone. That's like a tr- you This know, Amelia from plagues Brighton. Plagues me all the time. Amelia from Brighton. The subject matter is uh, uh, just taking the piss. With about 175 S's, and she says, Pass some builders this morning on my way to work, and they shouted, Nice ass! Nice ass! At me! Those dudes know how to make a girl swoon. Are you, Are you taking a piss? piss? What was her name, sorry? Amelia from Brighton. Amelia, Is how much do you want to bet those guys piss in the street as well? Oh, Are you taking a piss? But it's a step before bestiality. <laughs> but on the plus side, they know a nice ass when they see one. You know when I next see Sarah, she goes, yo, what's up? Yeah, did you take a piss in the street? <laughs> <laughs> Are you ready for a hot clap? Because I will bring that clap like an African mother. Oh, you know oh. I ain't allowing that. Anyway, there's a, there's a pointless one from Sai who's missed the missed the point. But we're getting to uh, uh, oh, there's a question for Michael Parkinson. Oh yeah, um, I don't know why it Are doesn't say anything about Michael taking the piss. piss Harry from Croydon says hi guys. Hi, hi guys. A uh, question for Michael Parkinson: What made you choose that name? Are you a massive fan of Parkinson? Would you have your own chat show? And who would be your top guests for an interview? Hey man, he smashed it. He's he basically <laughs> he no he just answered the question. Yeah, there I wish go. I wish. I was from Leeds and I had grey hair and Parky I got to interview you know Ali. Muhammad Ali yeah man Muhammad Ali loads of people what a ledge even like what was it Nigel my man from can I just say Nigel I wonder if there was anyone was listening today and, and only until now they've just realised that you're not that Michael Parkinson yeah oh, very old listeners <laughs> I, hope, right. I mean to I most kids they just think that's his genuine yeah. 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 they think he's like a Kendrick Lamar he's just used his own name yeah. Yeah. because you have to be a bit older to respect oh, uh, the original part yeah man Rue in Greg's I love that can I just say in a cute location so far for a taking the piss email yeah he's in craig's and he's just saying where the fizzy refreshers gone my mouth needs that taste sensation first off get out of greg's because they don't do <laughs> they, they don't, don't do sweets, penny sweets they don't do sweets they do very 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 oily sausage rolls oh, um, uh, for Susie and peckham hey it's my birthday on sunday my boyfriend bought me a blender <laughs> for a present right and I know that shit, but don't worry, he got me another one as well. It's a fucking iron! An iron! Man don't know women at all! <laughs> I should be happy he at least spent some money this time. For Christmas, he got me a bummer pack of tampons because he said it was a practical gift. If he weren't good at satisfying my sexual cravings, he would have been gone long time ago. 
Yes, thank you. Susie. I like that woman up. That that there's so much going on in that email. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. She had some spirit. She really it. needed to get off. Like, yeah. I could feel How long the have venom. These guys yeah. been together. The power yeah. there. He gave her an iron, because a bumper pack of gums, tampons, and then he gave her a tampon. Like Ooh. we ain't having no use. Wow. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you ain't gonna have crazy. the money. <laughs> I love the, the fire in the belly, Susie though. Susie in Peckham, we feel your pain. Uh, and that's the last taking the piss email apart there's one email that's not really taking the piss but from Loretta in Wiltshire big ups who just says hey doc I'd totally breastfeed you you obey <laughs> oh Loretta the smile you on this guy's face so, right now so well Loretta <laughs> thank you very much doc is all blushing all taking the pisses and oh. we have your email address put it away yeah. Loretta <laughs> so you <laughs> never know what we can make happen put oh dear Oh, th- this Doc is, a, is actually blushing. I, I'm, to- I'm just, to- I'm just taking, taking a picture. This of whole the show email needs to be dress. filmed as well. Uh, Gina from Clapham has just thrown in a late one. Who she's sort of tied in both. I like that, Gina. She says, "I agree. I was hungover on my way to work, and I had to throw up. I had to pay to use the loo, so I oh, paid fifty p to yeah. throw up. Essentially, oh, you're taking a piece. Rod, you reckon she's like, taking a the piss in the, on the door? Like, how can I you? Know, you know, got time to pay when you're ready to be sick. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Throwing up is without warning, right. you know. Unless you're at home in bed with the bucket next to the bed, you know, mm. like so that doesn't count as she being. Oh, I'm not even going to go uh, into that. A she's stage before B. That should be your, your mm. alias, yeah. Michael Parkinson. Beastiality. Beastiality. Beastiality yeah. specialist. Yeah, for real. So, listen, what, what have you I guys got coming up? Obviously, we got the, the show tomorrow night. Um, um, in terms of releases, what's going on with, with, with Parky and, and Joker Star? Oh, man. Quick, in a nutshell, what should people look out <laughs> for? A, go! In a, in a nutshell, just go and buy my beats and help me feed my family. What's the website? <laughs> website. Website. Oh, yeah, well, my website, M- MIC, well, Michael Parkinson, as it's spelled differently, but mm. um, at co.uk. Check out the SoundCloud. Yeah, Instagram right. is called Parky Picks. Twitter. Parky Picks. Just, you get all your relevance, really, from my website. and Joker Star, what's the website? Uh, check out the SoundCloud Fluke Beat Music, and that's mm. the same for the Bandcamp. And then on Instagram, Joker underscore star two R's underscore two R's. Super. super to you. Super. Super. And keep it locked through our listeners because coming up very shortly, we have got Doc rapping about anything. But before that, let's um let's have a little bit of Ghostface flavor. You know, it was only correct that we kind of. On the tin And then coming up straight blue. after this, we're gonna have Doc rapping about your chosen <laughs> subject. So keep it locked to find out what that is. You're locked into Fubar, Sarah, Doc, Michael Parkinson, and Joker star in the studio. Sing it, Doc. Sing it. Sing it. <laughs> that was almost as good as the action Ronson did. Just that little singing there for for us. What a lovely show. So great, good having you guys with us, Michael Parkinson and Joker Star. Thank you for joining us yeah, this man. week. It's nearly time for us to be up out of here. Mm. Um, but, you know, every show has to end on the correct note. Yeah. Thanks and for listening, guys. Guys. Don't forget to email in next week, guys. <laughs> and so. That's my proper radio voice. Hi, guys. <laughs> guys, thanks for coming in. See you next week. That's your license. Um, Sarah Doc. Hugh's not here this week, but keep emailing us, emailing us in, guys, because the show's all about you guys. So, guys, Bro, thanks for listening. You got that patch up. 
Trust me. Pat Sharp, where's he at? Fun house. I hope he's still got his hair. Pat Sharp's just swimming in a bed of money. Has he still got a mullet? I hope so. He's still in the fun house. No, he's just got a high school. Is he doing fun house? With the twins in the fun house. He's probably just having bare fun. I so badly wanted to go on fun house. He's in the fun house. He's got the little cars. The little cars and the two twins. Let me just take on the show. Killing it. Oh, I so badly wanted to be on fun house and Crystal Maze, and that's making a comeback too. Is it? And Crypto Factor. What about Night? Nightmare, where you had to put oh, the fucking hat on. Trust me, baby. Nightmare's going. Oh my god, nightmare is coming back. Anyway, we're gonna have to get it's into all that in next week's show. So make sure you tune in. Foobar Radio Tuesdays oh, four shit, till six. It's all about the hip hop takeover with myself, Hugh, and Doctor. Although hopefully Hugh will be here with us as well. But there's no times for shout outs. You're just gonna have to give them next week. Well, then in that case, let me just shout out the man who gave the one that I chose, Matthew Thomas at Matthew Thomas thirty two on Twitter. Suggested I rap about. Uh, bacon sandwich ketchup or brown sauce and that's the one I chose people know I love rapping about food so um, this week is for Matthew Thomas so let's get into it here we go <clears throat> can I do ad lips yeah man help yourself here we go every week every week I got that true promise I'm a rapper about anything so this is for Matthew Thomas and I'll never ever fake that flow so this week we're gonna chat about bacon rolls and the specifics of the song I've penned is that when it comes to yours what's your favourite condiment got the pork but what you put round yours do you go for ketchup or are you straight fucking with brown sauce cause that shit could split the nation are you on the brown or the red side a real situation some would say HP would make it sizzle more but Heinz is traditional this could be a civil war yeah. and you're thinking wait now his name's Doc Brown so he probably has brown fam I'm not down <laughs> but here's something that might surprise you brown sauce red sauce me I have neither uh. I'm a straight up heart attack nutter no sauce just a roll with enough butter uh. fucker <laughs> oh. ain't no yeah. pork on my floor <laughs> there ain't no pork on yeah, my pork yeah, no, yeah. I eat a lot there of pork there ain't no pork on my floor I eat, I eat, I eat a lot of pork I'm only yeah, half, the pork half that was impassioned thank you yeah, yeah because I'm very serious about my bacon rolls. That was hot you know, the fire. Thing is, if you grow up mixed race pork, like me, like and you're half Jamaican and your mum's a Rasta, a half half English white, and your dad's like old school Cockney, the bacon rolls is trouble because you smell it. <laughs> that can divide a family, you smell man. It, and then there's issues around it, and then obviously if you keep something from a kid, they're gonna want it. And me, as you know, I have very few morals, so I was straightening on the bacon roll. I've always it's been like there, but I've never crack. put sauce on it. No. I love brown sauce with my sausages, but on a bacon roll, I just butter and black pepper. I really respect wow. the values yeah. that you brought through black in that rap there. Enough. You definitely Thanks represented for yeah. the passionate uh, bacon butty yeah, peeps. Did you rallies. say bacon butty at, at all in the rap? I didn't say butty. That's strange. Oh, I should have said missed that. Missed out on the butty. Yeah. But thank you so <laughs> Missed out on the butty. I missed out on the butty. Next week. Next week. <laughs> that was wonderful. Yeah, thank you so much for all your suggestions, everyone. Locked into yes. the show. Join us next Tuesday, 4 till 6 p.m. Food Bar Radio. Thank you, Michael Parkinson, Joking Star, for coming. Through. Yes. Um, everybody got five seconds left, so um, peace, peace I spread guess. love, and no, be yeah, good. We love you. Bye, guys.